Welcome to I Love This Thing So Frigging Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Alexis, a freelance artist and illustrator who is currently starting her own studio. Welcome to the show, Alexis. Hi, everybody. So here is how this works. Alexis will have three minutes to talk about something that she loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything she wants. Our only requirement is that she loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Alexis? Yep. All right. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so frigging much? Uh, what I love so much is uh, color. So I'm an artist, so I just I love playing with color. I love how like you can definitely kind of like tell a story with it. Uh, you can cut, like you can kind of play around with all kinds of different mood. Um, like if you use like darker colors, you can kind of tell like more of like a serious tone. Or I personally love to do like a lot more like brighter colors, a lot more saturation, kind of have more of like that at home feel. Kind of like just having creating that like calming, happy feel to like a lot of my pieces. Um, I love kind of like telling um, like like telling a story with it, and I just love. Uh, what makes coloring kind of so unique for me is uh, it's just it's kind of my way of creating kind of connecting with people as well so it's like when you create a piece it's like you don't have to directly talk to that person you're kind of just connecting through that piece and kind of that piece is doing all the talking for you it's kind of saying a lot of maybe what you're what you're already thinking but not like putting down into words or putting into actual words like it's just kind of explaining it for you and I think that's so cool another thing that I really love about color is uh, I love like the science behind it, which is kind of like counterintuitive for an artist. You think like most like oh like most artists like oh we don't really like math or science, so you get to be more creative. But like a lot of the things with um, art is you actually get to explore both sides of it. So you get to be creative, but you also have to think scientifically of how those colors kind of work together. So a lot of with the colors is it's affected by a lot of the lighting. So you're actually doing a lot of light work. So it's a lot of reflecting, balanced light, um, how the shadows were affected. So you're having to think not just creatively, but um, almost like like a scientist as well. So you're kind of exploring both sides of it. I think that's really cool. And it's just really cool how you can take a 2D piece of paper and you can kind of create depth to it. You can create 3D images and create an illusion of depth. So it's not really there, but it's you create that illusion of it. And I just think that that's really cool. And I just I love color so much because you can do so many things with it. Well, that, that's, I guess that's kind of everything that I have. All right. Well, I'll just stop the timer and we can go to the conversation. Thank you for telling us about color today. All right. <laughs> kind of keep it short and brief, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's fine by me. Uh, you talked about, well, let's start with uh, color science. Uh, I'm really intrigued by this. Are, so are there rules to what colors should or shouldn't go together? And if so, what happens if you break those rules? Ooh, that's a good question. So it's, it's kind of both. It's kind of like you're, like you get to pick and choose which rules you want to break. So it's kind of um, like there are some that you have to follow and you have to have a reason on why you break it. You can't like just break it just because you want to be a rebel. You have to have like a reason on why you're breaking it. So like, for example, if you're doing um, something like if you're working with complementary colors, like say you have red and green and like you want to use something different uh, to kind of um, have like a different mood with those colors you have to have a reason why you're just throwing in that color so it's not like you can just throw in a random color and hope that it works you kind of have to have a reason or like a method of why that's important to the story or why that's important to the piece like are you using that as like a contracting um, area to like where the eye will go first 
like most of the pieces may be red and green and they have one spot right in the middle that's yellow. So like, well, why is there yellow? Is that the main focus of the piece or is the rest of the piece kind of that red and green area? So if like, if your goal is to kind of have it look, have your eye kind of look at the red and green area first, then it kind of breaks the eye to have it look at that one yellow piece. It kind of, it doesn't really make sense to break that rule. But if the whole goal of having the eye look at that yellow piece first, then you would kind of break that rule and put that yellow in and have the eye look there first and then the rest of the piece. So it kind of, it's kind of pick and choose, kind of thinking of uh, what's your overall goal for the piece. It sounds like putting something different or something that feels like it doesn't belong is a way to grab your viewer's attention. Very much so, yeah. Could you give some examples maybe from your own work about ways that you've used color to set the mood? Ooh, so I love using more saturated colors, like much brighter uh, colors rather than darker colors. So I love, there's actually this one story that we're creating is more of like a children's book. And so like we're using a lot of like bright colors and there's lots of flowers. And so I'll use lots of um, bright colors for the flowers to kind of create more of like a calming environment, like soothing, uh, kind of like that at home feeling that I was talking about earlier too. So using a lot of those colors to convey that emotion that I want in the story. I'm thinking now about something that you said in your talk about how art is a way of connecting with people, like communicating with them without using words. And I know we've all heard the phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words, that popped into my head there. I was wondering if you could talk a little more about your experience with using art to connect with people. Um, so I guess my way is, I'm not very much of a very vocal person, I guess. I'm kind of more of an introvert, so I tend to let my work kind of speak for me in that way. And so I kind of like using my pieces maybe to connect with people that maybe feel how I'm feeling. Like if I'm feeling sad, I'll create kind of a sad piece and like other people kind of use that to connect with people. Um, or I'll use like a happy piece and like kind of tell a story that way as well. So it's kind of like just how I'm feeling or whatever kind of story if I'm creating like a character, how I want my character to feel. And then I want the audience that's kind of looking at my piece to kind of be able to connect with that character on how they feel and I kind of like how it I like that at most because sometimes I get my words all jumbled up and so if I have like a piece I'm not stumbling on my words as much because I let the the piece kind of explain it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's something that I find particularly fascinating because I I am much more a writer than a visual artist so I really admire it when like I, I I explain myself in words and when I can look at a picture and really feel that oh I know what that person in this picture is feeling. Right. I really admire that when I see it. Right. Yeah, I think that that's just so cool too because like, you know, as a writer you can kind of use that as, as your tool to kind of explain and then as an, as an artist you can kind of use like the paintbrush to kind of explain too. So there's, it's, I think it's really cool you kind of do it both ways. It's the, It doesn't have to be all verbal. Absolutely, and art is about connecting with people. Right, very much so. Is there anything that you don't like about color in arts? And if so, how do you handle that? Um, I guess I don't really, I tend to use a lot more saturated colors. So when I have to use more, I guess like some of my favorite colors that I love using are like purples or greens or bright colors. So when I have to use more darker colors, like browns or muddy colors, like I'm not such a huge fan of, I guess. <laughs> so what I tend to do is kind of like, um, like, um, so like, like right now I'm kind of working on the show's book with like lots of flowers and stuff. And like, I'll use like a little bit of like, uh, 
um, just like I'll kind of use those muddy areas just where I need it and then the rest of it I'll kind of surround it with more of those bright colors to make up for it I guess. <laughs> so it sounds like you try to insert as much of the colors that you do like. Right. <laughs> Alexis, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. All right, thank you so much for having me. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you'd like to learn more about color in art or our guest, Alexis, you can find some links to her work in the episode description. And don't forget to use the hashtag LoveThisThingCast to tell us about the things you love. I Love This Thing So Frigging Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed by Sophie A. Katz and edited by Melissa Block. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, the window, at all the social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.